So with that, just think of this, this whole initiative that, w- that we have set out on and, and we started with evangelism. You can call it the evangelism initiative. That's what I called it initially. Um, you can look at uh, what everything that we're doing with the idea of, of being equipped, um, not only being equipped, but being empowered and encouraged uh, through what it is that, that uh, uh, we're talking about. Um, now, today is a lot of equipping. A lot of equipping is going on uh, today. Hey, Sh- Sean, you're going to want one of those blue things that are sitting right there, not to point you out or anything. Uh, but uh, today is going to be a lot about equipping. Uh, the, the, the equipping in which we're going to be doing, think of it like today is like a workshop. Uh, you're, you're coming, you're going to learn a whole bunch of stuff. There's probably not going to be uh, any uh, um, uh, antidotes or, or, or quips that you're going to be able to take away. Life lessons, maybe not today. Uh, we're not going to tell a story and then pull out some, some observations. I'm just going to give you some straightforward information and then um, help empower you and encourage you to, to use that. Uh, but we're going to start out in Colossians chapter 1, kind of like our, our launching pad. And as you're, you're there, think about this. When you go to a, a movie or you go to a restaurant uh, and, and you enjoy it, you, you, you love the, I just talked to, to, to Matt, uh, uh, the bass player before service, and he was telling me about him and his wife went out on a, a date for their anniversary last night and telling me about the restaurant and everything and how good it was. I got to try it out. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking, man, uh, when we go out to restaurants and we enjoy that, or we go out to a movie and we enjoy what's going on, um, we have a tendency to tell people about that, right? We want to share all, all of that. And, and even, what, what if like, you have the, this, uh, um, this, this, this great event that, that happens in your life? Maybe you have a business deal go, go through, or your kid graduates, or gets whatever it may be. You want to share all this good stuff that's happening in your life, right? I'm thinking about that, and all of this wanting to share, and what this looks like and everything. And, and, and what, what presses on me as we're talking about uh, um, evangelism and, and, and whatnot, we have a tendency not to share the most great, the greatest, I should say, news uh, or, or the, 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 the ultimate life change that has happened in us. We, we're, we're, we're kind of scared, fearful. I don't know what they're going to say, but we don't share that. We'll, we'll share about a, a movie. We'll share about some, some restaurant, but what about the, the, the greatest news of all time that, it, 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 that we have received and it has changed our life? Why would we not want to share that? Now, I'm not saying that so we all uh, are feeling, oh, you're right, Pastor, you know, I feel like a, a, you know, a crappy Christian. Um, I should coin that phrase, right? Crappy Christian. I, I, I feel bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I don't want you to feel bad about it. I just want you to think about that. Think about that, you know, and, and how am I sharing what I've, been, uh, what I've been given? And as we read this passage today in Colossians chapter 1, we're going to be, uh, I just want to read 9 through 14. Give us a little push. I'll give you our big idea, and then I'm going to go through, we'll go through this card uh, together. Starting in verse 9. Paul's obviously right in here. He says, And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you 
asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. And then one of my favorite passages, one of my favorite passages in all of Scripture, it says, He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. I know you guys have heard me talk about that passage uh, a lot, um, in the, the, the idea that um, we were born dead in our trespasses and sins, but when we, uh, um, when we accept the, the free gift that, that God has given us in Jesus Christ, what He has done on the cross and, and raised Him from the dead, when we accept that, we are transferred, this is the, the, the transfer, transferred from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of the beloved Son. That we, we go from being dead to being alive. This is the passage in, in which Paul is communicating, uh, um, and he, he's writing this to the, this church here. But as he is writing this to this church in Colossae, he has a, a, an intended purpose as he's writing this. Notice that he, he starts out just this little portion um, that, hey, I... We've heard about you. Uh, um, we've heard what you're doing. We, we've 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 uh, witnessed through communication uh, what is going on here, and we have not ceased to pray for you. That's one of the things that I think that we, we need to really focus in and press in hard is don't take for granted. And I know that's number two on your on your list there, but don't take for granted the power of prayer. Never take for granted, because th does God need you to pray? No, God doesn't need us to do anything. God is a God who has no needs. He doesn't need us, but, but there is something that takes place when we pray. What that is, it's, it's called obedience to Him. It, it, it is laying our hearts before Him and saying, all that I am, all that I have, all that I want to do, uh, I'm putting before you because I can't do it. I can't do it. Look at when he says that, that they never cease to, to pray for them. It motivates, it, it, it's, it's to motivate this church. Not saying this church lacked motivation. Maybe they, they, they had a little bit, but it sounds like that they were pretty motivated in doing what it is that God wanted them to do. But <clears throat> he says, nonetheless, we, we, we didn't cease to pray for you. And the reason was, uh, when we look at verse, verse 10 here, all for the purpose of walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. So when, when Paul is writing this and he's saying, we're praying for you, we want you to be filled with knowledge, it's all for a purpose. It's all so you can walk in a manner that is worthy of the Lord. And he goes on to explain what that, that worthy manner looks like. It's fully pleasing to him. So the, 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 a life of a believer should be fully pleasing to God. Now, this is where we have to do some little bit of, uh, of introspection and ask, is my life fully pleasing to God? Not partially, because that's, that, that's the, the conversation I have with a lot of people. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good in this area, but eh, not so much in this. Okay, 
But what we have to understand is, is uh, when we walk or if we're to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, it's to be fully pleasing. Are we going to stumble? Yeah, there's going to be times in which we stumble. Or that's called we need to grow. You know, when you come into a relationship with God, you don't come into a relationship knowing everything. I don't care if you're six years old or 60 years old, you do not come into a relationship knowing everything. People are at different stages. What you have to do is you have to grow. And as you are growing in your relationship, you'll know God more and He'll use you more. As Paul is writing here, He's encouraging them to walk in this manner worthy. That's this worthy is fully pleasing. And this fully pleasing has, a, it has a, an attachment to it. It would be like an, an asterisk to it. Because this fully pleasing manner, it, it requires bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge. Why do I say that? Because too many, too many times what we have a tendency to do is say, all right, me and God are good. And it stops there. I got my get out of hell free card. And I'm done. It's No, no, no. That's not a manner pleasing to the Lord. A manner pleasing to the Lord is bearing fruit. What do you mean by bearing fruit? Doing what it is that God has told us to do, being obedient to Him, and bearing fruit's going to look different for every individual. We'll have some, some pear trees in here, and some apple trees, and some lemon trees, because some of you are sourpusses. Um some eggplants, whatever it may be. Is eggplant a, a fruit? No. Oh, uh, tomato. There you go. A tomato plant. But there'll be different fruit in which God uh, um, is going to grow as we pursue Him. Now, as we're looking at this, and, and as I, I want to encourage us to walk in a manner that is worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, and I want to see fruit that, that fruit born. I want to see this fruit to, to, to be, um, uh, 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 be able to be observed all over the place for the reason. And this is why God wants us, because for the reason of this board. Just think about it for a second. If you're an apple tree and you are bearing apples that are half rotten with worms in it, not going to be very appealing, Right? But if you're an apple tree that is healthy and is bearing good fruit, people are going to want to pick the apples. I just had a picture of Wizard of Oz just run through my head. Throwing apples. Ah! Don't throw the apples. But people are going to, they're going to be good and they're going to be luscious. They're going to want to pick that, those apples. That fruit in which we bear, that's what's going to help us when we are, 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 are trying to uh, build a bridge with our, our one to get them to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So this bearing fruit is, is, is paramount. Jesus says that, that, that my disciples will be known by the way in which they love, but they will also be known by the way in which they bear fruit, what fruit in which they're going to bear. Again, I don't say that for everybody, like, oh, you know, I'm not bearing any fruit. I must not be a Christian. I'm not saying that you all, everybody question your salvation. I'm saying, look at the fruit in which you're bearing and, and, and ask yourself, is it fully pleasing to God? And if it's not, okay, do something about it. Don't just say, oh, I don't know. I can't, I don't know enough. Okay, 
A little baby tree is going to have little baby apples, right? A bigger tree is going to have bigger... What stage of growth you're in is going to be dependent upon the fruit which you bear. And it's okay. Now, if you stay a little baby tree for 45 years, that's not okay. But he says here that, uh, um, that we may be filled and we may be growing. Uh, look, 10, bearing fruit and every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. This is what I love. God wants you to know him. It's not a blind faith. Oh, I'm trusting you, God, and I don't, I don't, I don't need to know anything. No, he wants us to know him. Can we fully know God? No, he, he, he's uh, um, uh, an infinite God. Our finite minds cannot wrap our, get, be wrapped around or get wrapped around God, but what we can do is we can, we can pursue him. Because guess what? For those of you that don't like to learn and you, and, and, and you love Jesus, you're going to be learning for eternity. That's what we're going to do in heaven forever and ever. And just learning more and more about his awesomeness. I, I can't wait. I, I, want, I want a big notepad. Hopefully they have like computers so I can, because they'll have infinite gigabytes or terabytes or whatever they are now. All that crazy stuff. All right, I got to move. I got to move. We got to move it. Move it. All right, so here's the big idea. If you're taking notes, and you can write it all on your little card here at the top side, wherever you want to, um, or however you want to do it. The big idea is this. If you care about them, I'm talking about the, these people here. I'm talking about the, the people that are in your life. If you care about them, you will share with them. Think about it. If you care about them, if there are people in your life that you care about, and I know there is, if you care about them, you will share with them. I, I Actually, this started out that my big idea was going to be caring is sharing or sharing is caring, but I think that that one's been taken before. Care bears, right? No, so, so think about it. What are, so what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Share, what am I supposed to share with them? The greatest news ever. The greatest news ever. It's all about the gospel. All right. With that in mind, okay, yes, I care about those people, whoever, whoever you're one. And if you, if you haven't put a one up there, it's not too late. Even when we're done with this series, if some, a one comes to mind, you want to put, up, put it up there, that's, that's fine. But if you are, if we're, we're looking at this and we're asking, all right, where do I begin? Where do I begin with, with this one? I want to do. I want to. I just, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I want to, but I don't know what to do. That's where this little tool is coming in handy. Everybody grab their tool? Everybody got their tool? All right. Let's look at, look at number one. We're going we're gonna to blow through these. Um, well, not too fast. I got about 20, 20 minutes. Okay, we're good. Number one, where to begin Number one, remember your purpose. I love here that, that um, it, it starts off with like, you're here for a reason. If, you're, if you didn't have a purpose in your life, you would not be here. Well, yeah, but what about the person that doesn't believe in God and they're still here? God still has a purpose for them. But the question is, is that purpose going to be a good, you know, good for them or not good for them? 
God uses everyone for his glory. I was just talking to Bonnie this morning uh, about, uh, she was reading through Exodus and was talking about, you know, the Egyptian army and everything getting uh, wiped out when the, the, the seas come back after the Israelites crossed. You know what? Those people, like it or not, doesn't matter how we feel about it, those people were used for God's glory. My question is, how are you going to be used? How am I going to be used for God's glory? Because we have a purpose. You exist to know Jesus and to make Him known. You exist. I exist. We exist to know Jesus. That's what we have to understand. Like, Not everybody knows Jesus. You were created so that you can know. It's our job to make Him known. Well, how do we make Him known? Well, I'm glad you asked because it's on here, this little card. Look at number two. Pray for opportunities. It's funny because when we look at this, number two and number three, if you don't do number two and number three, number four is going to be hard, and number five is just going to be thrown out the window. But number two, pray for opportunities. Ask Jesus to give you a chance to share him today. How do I say this without sounding mean? I don't think that many pray for opportunities. Some do. And if you're sitting here or you're watching online and you're like, I do, well, fantastic. I, want, I wish everyone did. But this is where we're like, I know I need to. Well, yeah, but I'm just going to work today and no one's going to really, no one really wants to hear about Jesus at work. Or I'm not allowed to tell Jesus or about Jesus at work. Okay, but how about you pray that God gives you an opportunity and whether it's at work or at the gas station or wherever it is that he gives you that opportunity just to, to, to have a conversation. And it doesn't have to be a, if you die right now, do you know where you're going to go? It doesn't have to be a, you better turn or you're going to burn forever. No. It doesn't have to be like that. It might just be a simple, hey, do you know that, that God loves you? Maybe that. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. But pray for opportunities. God answers prayers. Amen. Yes, amen. Number three, engage people. I know these sound very basic, don't they? Like, duh. Okay. Sharing the good news about Jesus Christ is not complex. It's actually very simple. It's not easy at times, but it's very simple. It requires this. Going up to someone and saying, Dan, how are you today? It starts with that engagement there. How am I going to tell Dan about Jesus if I don't engage with him? This is a good practice, and obviously we won't do it right now. I, but I would encourage you, if you're married, this, do, do, do this with your spouse. spouse. If you're not married, find a, a, another brother and sister in Christ uh, to do this. Do it like a, 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 like a mock interview type thing. Look, I mean, again, don't do it now, but, but later on today, witness to your spouse. So, so Kurt would, would, would later on today look at Sarah and he's like, hey, I want to tell you about Jesus. And just go through it. 
as if, I mean, Sarah knows Jesus. I get that. But if, if we're not talking about Jesus when, we are, when we're around people who already know Jesus and love Jesus, how in the world are we going to engage people who don't have a knowledge or a love for him? It's, it's kind of like practice. It's, it, 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 it's pregame warm-up, whatever you want to call it. If you don't practice it, you're never going to be good. I'm not good at talking to people. Okay, practice it. I'm not good at free throws, right? Well, then practice it. I'm not good at swinging a hammer. Practice it. I'm never going to get better at it. You will never get better at something if you don't practice it. Yeah, but I'm praying really hard that God gives me an opportunity. Yes, he'll give you an opportunity, and then you have to engage them. Practice that engagement. Be intentional about interacting with people you can point to Jesus. I love that, that word, intentional. Because it just doesn't like, oh, whoop, I slipped and I fall, and boom. Hey, do you know about Jesus? No, it's like, I need to, I need to go out of my way. Instead of shutting my, my car door and walking straight to the door, which, I mean, if you are in an area, sometimes you need to do that. It's bad. But maybe it's, you see somebody or, hey, Bob, hey, man, how you doing? It's going out of your way, being intentional about it. Number four, I believe, again, that two and three build into four. Number four is build relationships and start gospel conversations. I did a series a long time ago uh, about these gospel talks, what that, what that looks like. Again, that's not a coming up and have a turn and burn. It's having these clear moments where you just tell the truth. You know, God loves you. You know, Jesus died for you. So something along, uh, along those lines. And like I said, we'll talk about that more in a minute. But look, be willing and ready to bring Jesus into every conversation. Now, I like this, but we have to be cautious. So if Greg and I are, are uh, talking about, I don't know, the NCAA tournament that's coming up, okay? Uh, March Madness, and we're talking about Gonzaga and Baylor and all these teams. And, uh, it, it's fictitious. I know. You don't watch all that. I get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, hockey. I don't know anything about hockey, but whatever. We're talking about sports, and they, they're hitting the hockey puck. And, 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 and yeah, Wayne Gretzky, because I know he doesn't play anymore, right? Wayne, did you see Wayne Gretzky? He hit that thing and it went into the goal and that was awesome. And it's not, well, hey, speaking of goal, you know the goal in life is to love Jesus with our heart. It's not just taking and being gooberish about it, but it's seeing how you can insert Jesus into that conversation. Because there's a lot of times, I know I have them, I'm sure you have them, you have, you're talking to people that are having a bad day. They're going through a trial. They have something. I mean, if not, look at Facebook because a lot of dirty laundry is aired there. You can speak into them. And it's not doing it holier than thou. Yeah, if you had enough faith, you wouldn't have that. Or if you love Jesus more, you wouldn't be in debt. No, it's not like that. It's just simply telling them the truth about who Jesus is. And then number five, remain faithful. Remain faithful. This, oh my goodness, this one here is hard because remaining faithful means that in the, 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 the bad times, we still got to move forward. 
It's when we are, when we, when we go and we tell, you know, Susie about, hey, you know, I, I love you, your, your, your family. I want to see you in heaven. That, that's my line right there. Like, I, I want to see you. That's what I've told my one many times. Like, I want to see you in heaven. I want to spend eternity with you just, just knowing you. And she's like, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not into all that stuff. It's being, that, being, that rejection. That's, that's the greatest fear of anyone. When it's sharing the gospel, it's, it's being rejected. Understand that, that, that it's not you ultimately that's being rejected. It's God that's being rejected, and he can handle it. He's been rejected for a few thousand years by, by people. But what we have to do is in those, those hard times, as well as the good times, remain faithful. It says, keep planting and watering the seeds and watch God make them grow. You are not going to grow... Anyone. It is our job to plant the seed and then water it. I got an aloe plant that sits on top of my, my dresser at home. Actually, it's a, it's a, it's a recovery effort uh, from one of my daughters had it uh, and just tried to kill it. Well, it's now revived and now it's two plants. So I, got, I need to talk to Miss Stephanie because I got to figure out how to take them and put them apart. Anyways, they're just getting so big. And I've actually had to cut some of the limbs off of them or what do they call the leaves off of them because they were just being droopy and whatever. Whatever. You guys don't care about that. But what, what I want to, to share is like, I don't make that thing grow. All I do is I water it. When I'm supposed to, like Miss Stephanie said, she said, put your finger down in there, and if it's, it should be dry, at least up to your knuckle there, and then that's when you water it because of the type of plant it is and everything. Um, so don't water your, your petunias or anything like that. But she, she gave me instructions for that. So all I do is when it needs water, I water it. I, I, I watch it grow. God makes it grow. I'm just faithful to make sure it's watered. When we're talking about uh, um, our, our one and we're talking about evangelism, we're talking about sharing this good news. You have to plant the seed before you can water the seed. Don't think you need to water, then plant. You just drowned it all out. Plant seeds. Start with these simple conversations. And then continue and be, be faithful in them. If you look at your, your, your little card there, the next portion says share your testimony. Uh, I, I want to just briefly say something about this, and I want you to then, we're going to write something down in there. But it says share your testimony. Be able to share your testimony. What do you mean by testimony? Be able to, in, in two minutes or less, think like you're on an elevator and you're going, you're, you're, you have two minutes Whatever it may be, you have two minutes to share your testimony of how God changed your life. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying that, oh, I had this God moment. No, 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 no. I'm saying when God revealed himself to you, you accepted his free gift of Jesus Christ. When you surrendered your life to Jesus. Mine, in a nutshell, is I was driving down the highway. You guys have heard this. And everything in my head dropped 18 inches to my heart. And it was in that moment I was like, oh my God, literally, oh my God, I, I, I trust you. From that moment on, what, how God changed my life. That is what I'm talking about, like your testimony. Be able to share that, your two-minute testimony. Be able to share that with someone. That's another nice little practice in which you can do with your spouse or, or, or someone, uh, another believer. Just share your testimony. I would encourage you to, to write it down. 
or type it out, whatever, and edit it seriously. Because when you think about, oh, I, I got it in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you think about something, then you write it down and you look at it. You can see there's a lot of extra words and extra stuff in there that I really don't need. You, and then you can whittle it down and you have this, this nugget, this tool. It's a tool in your tool belt. Well, yeah, I already have my. No, no, no. This is a tool that's been sharpened. So when you go to chop down a tree, you have a sharp axe instead of a dull one, and you're just wailing at it. Same axe, sharpened, does a whole lot better. Know your testimony. Be able to, to, to share your testimony. Now, to help you think about this, to help you understand if you're like, well, I don't really know. Okay, I, I, I love the, 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 the definition of the gospel that, um, that we use here at the church, because I think that that could help you with sharing your testimony. That's what I want you to write down here in this little uh, portion. Because the fact of the matter is, in this little portion here, you're not going to be able to, to write your testimony, your full testimony. What I want you to write in there is this. So the gospel, and this is just the definition of the gospel, the gospel is the good news of God's redemptive plan for sinful humanity. The good news of God's redemptive plan for sinful humanity. Michael, leave it up here on, on, the, on the board or on the, the, the overhead here. Copy that down. Well, well, why do I need that for, for my testimony? Understanding that if you could, if you could memorize this, this is an, another awesome tool when talking to someone. Because you can, when you say, well, it's, do, you do you know what the gospel is? No, I don't know what it is. Well, let me, let me tell you about it. What's the good news of God's redemptive plan for sinful humanity? Well, well, what do you mean good news? Well, then you have an opportunity to tell them what the bad news is. That we're born, remember, in, the, in this domain of darkness. The good news is that we can be transferred from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of the beloved Son. So the good news of God's redemptive plan. Well, what's God's redemptive plan? That's what Jesus is all about. He came and He lived a life in which we couldn't live. He died a, a death in which we should die. He was risen. He rose again on the third day, conquering Satan, sin, and death. He ascended to heaven. God accepted the payment for sin on behalf of all of us who put our faith in Him. And that's what it's for all sinful humanity. Everyone has an opportunity to come to God. Well, the Bible says there's some wills. I, I know. I don't, I don't know who is elect or predestined or whatever. I I know that the, 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 the Bible says, for whosoever will. We know that, that, that if we share the, the, the gospel, that a response will happen. It's just our job to share that. Let God figure out all the, the rest of the details, if they're elect, if they're not elect, or whatever. Understand that, that, that all of humanity is, is born into the same situation. But God provides the way to go from here being dead to go to life. And that's through His Son. That's what we need to understand. And, and if, you know, I've got, if somebody is online right now listening to this, and you're like, well, I've never done that. Somebody in here is, is thinking, well, I've never done that. Understand that, 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 that gift that is given. All we have to do is receive it. We just have to say, God, I want you. I, I want you, Jesus, to, 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 to save me from the penalty of sin. Save me from separation from you. And be my Lord and the King of my life. Put Him center in our life. And it's just crying out, out to the Lord. 
I'm gonna go. I've got a, another card to give you here in a little bit, but but uh, ooh, I gotta I gotta roll. But understand that it's all about the gospel. Look at the bottom down there. This is an awesome. And you know what? We'll end with this because this is this is awesome. The bottom of your page says share the gospel, and it has three. Well, it's got one verse that is written out there, but it has three points. The simplicity of the gospel is wrapped up in these three points. It doesn't have like, well, this person or it should and this person shouldn't come in. No, 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 no. There's three points here. It says, number one, God loves you. You can have that conversation with someone. Well, they don't believe in God. It doesn't matter if they believe in God or not. You can tell them God loves you. Why do you know that God loves you? Look at, it says John, read them John 3.16. Memorize that. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Or eternal life. Everlasting. A little bit of King James in there. You can, you can tell them that God loves you. Don't be goofy about it. No, be serious about it. Look at your one and, and say, you know, I want to see you in heaven. And you know what? God loves you. Yeah, but you don't know what I've done. I don't care. It's not up to me. God loves you. Look at the, the second not only does God love you, Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you. And you can, again, you can look at 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4, where it says, Paul says, for I delivered to you. He, he, he's, he's given a clear explanation. He says, I delivered to you of first importance. Y'all will hear more about this in a few weeks on Easter, because this is my Easter passage. But I delivered to you of first importance what I also received. He received it. The one who Paul wrote a bunch of books about, he received the truth. It wasn't before he received the truth that he could tell about the truth. That Christ died for our sins, for your sins, for my sins, according to the Scripture. Not only did he die, but he was buried. And he was raised on the third day, all according to the Scripture. That's where you could tell him, hey, God loves you, but Jesus died for you. I don't know about you, but everyone's sitting here. I mean, that, that's what we should, we should just be drawn close. Like, you know what? I've done a lot of things in my life, and I don't know if I could ever, I'd never be able to make it into heaven. You don't have to make it into heaven on your own, on your own merit. Because God loves you, he provided a way. All you have to do is receive that. Jesus died for you. Look at the, the, the third one. This is the, the, the one that brings us all together. Salvation is available to you. Salvation is available to you if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. That's what I'm saying. It's not complex. Coming to Christ is not complex. You don't have to make it like, well, you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to do this. No, no. It says if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart. It's all about receiving the gift has been given. It's receiving that gift. And when we receive that gift, it's opening that gift and letting that gift transform our life. Let Jesus have it all. Because I love that song, Jesus paid it all. Because Jesus paid it all, let him have it all. Let him have your life. How is he going to transform your life? I don't know. But I know how he's transformed mine. And that's what, 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 what I, I, I believe that, that with all my heart that if, if, if you can communicate 
how He's transformed your life to your one. That seed that you plant, it's going to water, it's going to grow. And we're going to see more and more and more people in the kingdom of heaven that you had an influence on in their life. That's what it's all about. The purpose in which God has put us here, to know Him and make Him known. Let's pray. Father God, I, I, I do thank you. And uh, God, I, I know that you can take everything that we did in this little workshop today and, and, and make it useful in each situation for your glory. God, I, I, I love the, the simplicity of all of this and that you love us, it says, and, and that Jesus died for us and that salvation is available to us. God, I, I also love the prayer that's on the back of this card. God, I know that there's some maybe that are watching online. Maybe there's some sitting here that have, has not, they have not prayed a prayer similar to this. Or maybe they had and they just didn't really, really know what it meant, but now they know what it means. God, I want to I read this prayer to you. You know what this is, but for us to, to hear it. And it is my prayer that if someone doesn't know you and wants to have a relationship with you, they, 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 can, they can just... They can repeat it in their head. They can say it out loud. They can repeat it. They can do whatever they, they want to do, God. You know their heart. God, it says this, I know that I am a sinner in need of your grace. I've messed up. That's me. I messed up. And I want you to forgive me. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus, to live a perfect life that I couldn't live. I believe he died on the cross was buried and rose again so that I can be forgiven. God, forgive me. Save me. Come live in my heart and be the king of my life. God, that's my prayer. Be the king of my life. God, as you're stirring in people's hearts, even right now, God, my prayer is that we respond properly. Lord God, as we go from here and as we uh, um, enjoy later on the spaghetti and enjoy the day and what it is you've given us, let us not forget our purpose here and what you have for us. Father God, we, we can't say enough how thankful we are. We can't say enough how much we love you. God, let us live our lives worthy of you. And let all honor, let all praise, let all glory be yours. We pray this all in Jesus' beautiful name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Y'all have an awesome day.